there was this guy who thought it was funny. Um, like, oh, I, you know, he he obviously didn't want to come across as you know the the dickhead who was just who see around on black person and go, oh, where are you from? So he we like I don't know even know how we got into a conversation. Do you know what this guy said? <laughs> he looks me up and down. He goes, ah, oh, I pick up an accent. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm like, bro. Before the accent, you can clearly see that I'm. <laughs> I pick up an accent in my head. I'm going, surely the accent's the only reason you're asking. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Bias Reality Podcast. It is your host, Orwell. And today, um, it's going to be just me hosting. But um, I've got Promise back here, who's basically a guest host at this point. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? And um, I also have with me a good friend of mine, Jamie. Hello. Welcome, on to, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I think you need to say my name. Yeah, Lindsay. Jamie. Hello. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Long hey, overdue, but thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Um. How's everyone been? How's your weekend? Uh, it wasn't bad. Multicultural was quite good. Mm. Missed out on the, I missed out on um, all the food, so I, was, I wasn't very happy about that. Cause, yeah, you know, you go funny. there for the food and went too late and it was all gone. But yeah, the the African stage is pretty loud. I like that. Um, I actually didn't even realize that I didn't have food until today. And then I was thinking, I was like, I went to Multicultural Festival and I didn't eat anything. Yeah, like you, you go there for the food and then the music and whatnot. But yeah. well, it was pretty fun. It was good. Yeah, I think the the music and the the singing and the dancing sort of made up for it. Mm. So it's pretty good. How was your weekend, Jamie? Oh, I've been working. <laughs> the shift hours, clocking them up. Working, man, making that money. Yep, that's good. Anyways, um, today I know we're supposed to talk about um interracial relationships and you know, but. We're going to move that to next week. And instead, today we'll be talking about um, stereotypes. And again, as usual, before we get into it, we'd like to break down what it actually means. So I'm just going to ask you guys, like, what does stereotype mean to you? Oh, stereotype, like, you know, it's something like, it's just a general belief, a general idea we have of a specific someone or a specific person because you know we've sort of, not not a person i think a stereotype is something that's more attached to a group of people mm. or like you know like it's you know like more than one more than one person and it's it's something that we attribute to this group of people based on you know um i guess to an extent observation and and you know and history so you know like and when when we talk about stereotype, there's always the the biggest one is obviously racial stereotype. If you, you list any race you can think of, and there is of the bad, there are yep. certain things we just say about that race. You, you, like you know, you, when you and it doesn't mean that this stereotype specifically applies to everyone in that race, but I think just based on experience and observation, a lot of people in that group or in that category has you know been seen doing or yeah, there's always engaging. someone who fits that yeah there, there's always there's gonna, gonna there's always gonna be someone who fits into that classification and sometimes it can become a bit controversial 
But one thing generally, you know, that's like with stereotypes, like it, there is always an element of truth to almost every stereotype. Do you think it's always? I think, I think, I think so. Like I, 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 I can't, I, like, I mean, I'm, if you can prove me wrong, that'll be yeah. great. But I can't think of a specific stereotype where I can't give out a, an example. We yeah. have seen that. Stereotype. The thing is, yeah, that was going to be my next question. But before we move into that and, like, you know, talk more about that, mm-hmm. what, what, what about you, Jamie? Like, to you, like, what stereotype? I agree with everything Promise said. It's uh, pretty much just start marginalizing a group of people because mm. of observation. Not everyone, you know, meets that criteria, but there's just an assumption that they're all like that. Like, for yep. example, all Asians are good at maths. Yeah. That's not <laughs> true. I hate maths. <laughs> I'm a more of IT guy, and my, my primary job's IT. I don't touch really math stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just generalizing just a group of people yeah. because of a couple of observation from that group. Yeah, I agree. It's basically you're just you're gen- a generalized, you know, assumption based on, you know, I've seen a few people of this background I've seen a few people Who can of this, this particular yeah. group I've seen a few people you know from this regardless of you know what kind of stereotype it is it's always basically yeah. I've seen a few people who fit that so now I'm just going to assume that everybody is you know yeah everyone like can do that yeah but yeah going into that um, next um, discussion you've already touched on that but my question was going to be like do you think that um do you believe that stereotypes are always rooted in truth um yeah, like, man, I did say that earlier. Like, with every, there's an element of truth to almost every stereotype I can think of. And I think where the problem lies with those things is, you know, how it's been applied and, you know, how we use that to sort of shape our expectations of certain people. Um, while every single thing that's said about this specific racial group is probably not correct, the, you know, there's that element of, you know, of truth within it and you know sometimes it could just be like it could just be um associated with a level of negligence you know of not trying to really understand you know specific racial groups and you know how they are different and and you know things like that or just like yeah just like sometimes it's just it's just plainly like laziness like you know this guy is asian so i'm not even going to figure out what part of asia is from i'm not going to try to understand what you know his background is just he fits that asian criteria so i'm just every assumption i have of this person who is asian i'm going to have on for him as well so it's not like he like he yeah like there's always an element of truth to it but like i think you know as individuals who could be more discreet and more intelligent when we try to apply make these assumptions or, or you know apply these stereotypes i think i should also mention that again keeping up with the theme of this month which is um racism we're going to be focused on you know racial stereotypes as opposed to other kinds of stereotypes but um yeah from what you said personally i think um in terms of stereotypes and it always being rooted in truth for me i don't think that's necessarily necessarily true because i mean you know, when you get to know people or you're trying to, you know, say things about people, you should be, they should be judged as individuals. Mm-hmm. And the thing with stereotypes is like you're generalizing everybody. For example, all, all black people can dance. I know black people that don't know how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Okay. I get what you're saying in terms of, you know, like it's not always, you know, when you say it's not always written. What I mean though is that um, in terms of that, yeah, Sure, you can find people from that particular race that fits that stereotype, but you can also find people from 
basically every other race that also fits there. That is so true. when you then take that and like put it as something yeah. that these particular group of people do, it's like, yeah. okay, where, well, like, why is it these particular people? Because just because you've seen a few people who, who can do, do it. that yeah. doesn't mean other people don't do it. There's yeah. so many people who fit that margin. So it's like, it's very broad. It's very generalized. You know, it's kind of like horoscopes. And I feel like people are going <laughs> to get at me for that. Horoscopes but, are hey, bullshit. You know, it's just, it's very generic. And then yeah. you try to fit everybody inside. Into parts of it is going to like, you know, people are going to relate to different parts of that. Yeah, that is true. But I think, I think with stereotypes for me is like, you know, you give the example, like, you know, all Asians are good at math. So every black people can dance. Like if you're, and I, I can, sometimes when I when I apply stereotypes, it's it's um because we all do we all we all apply stereotypes one way or the other to mm. people. I think I do anyway. I'm speaking for myself. And it, when I, like I like to be practical when I do these things. And for instance, like you know, let's let's take the maths example. If I was to walk into a classroom and no one said anything, you know, I've not looked at anyone's work, and there was an Asian, an African, a white dude sitting there you know i would because of observations from the past yep. uh if i had a math problem just by default i would just assume that the asian guy will be, will be is more likely to help me solve the problem mm. and that's not because i, I don't think africans or white people or, or, or any other race can do maths it's just because based on my past experience like it is more likely that an Asian guy is good in maths yeah, than it's not. I think that's the like, problem with stereotypes because it's like you haven't then, you know. Yeah, and like it, that it, particular it will, person based on their own merits, it's just oh, I know you know yeah, Asian like, people that are like smart the, at math, so I'm yeah, just gonna assume that, that this particular person is gonna yeah, be good at math. Yeah. Instead of you know, you're an individual. There's a black person. There's a white person. Yeah. Which one of you know how to do math? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I didn't have the the luxury of you know looking at their work or asking those questions, I would just assume mm. that because based on my experience, I've seen, I've like, I've met a, like a, a lot of people from Asian background in, in the past. And in most cases, they are pretty good with numbers. Yeah. They're pretty good with numbers. And, and like, but again, then that could have to do with like the particular Asians that you're meeting. Yeah. You understand? True. Like you True. might just happen to meet the ones that are good at math. There's yeah. a reason for that too. Cause most of the time, which you don't say it's that guy private tutors to, you know, further enhance their studies mm. so that's the other part you don't see just mm. the part at school yeah yeah that's that that is true like and, and other stereotypes as well like you know you know oh like I, I know how many times i've had to explain to people i can't play basketball <laughs> like i'm black i've got an okay height but i cannot play basketball and people just assume because think of all the greats you know they're all you know they're all black they're all you know, good at basketball. And again, it's, it's always like, it's, it's people not being able to realize that black Americans specifically are the ones who are really good at basketball. Like you won't go, mm. like you, you, like you can't have the same expe expectation for, for, for a black American and a black, you like, you know, Englishman, because he's probably going to be good at football. And like he's just one of those like, like that, that's where that negligence and laziness comes into it. It's just like, oh, he's black, so let's just he he can dance, he can play basketball, can yeah. do all these things that I've seen black people do on TV. And it, it's like it's and I, to an extent, I don't think that's really like I don't really think that's racism. I think that's just more negligence and unwillingness to understand that you know races that are not white can be broken broken down into different subgroups as well yeah. like it's, it's just that generalization of all the black let's just put them into this 
into these brackets. Mm. And that's, I think that's where that comes from really, rather than just uh, like, like, yeah, like it's not something I can pin down as racism. It's just more ignorance and negligence, I think. Yeah. What about you, Jamie? Like in terms of um, stereotypes stemming from truth, do you is that something you believe or? I believe there's some part of it that's true. Cause some elements, it has, yeah. It has to be some some truth in there for in order to be there. So, for example, all some all Asians are bad driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm, my god! I'm not a bad driver. Never, no, haven't got a speeding ticket. Never got fined. You know, mm-hmm. never got into an accident. Am I a bad driver? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it depends on what your definition of of bad driving is. Mm. Like, it, it can it, like bad driving can be someone who's always in, on police radar, who's always getting parking speeding tickets. It could also be someone who just has disregard for road rules and completely annoys everyone when they're driving. You know, cutting into lanes and all these things. And yeah, it, like it's. Yeah, like it's it's a very it's a very it's a very interesting one. I think I think what what stereotyping does is that it programs people's brain to look for certain things. Yeah, and it leads to a very yeah. inaccurate description. Yeah, of people. because like you just said, the, the driving now, for instance, like and and this is something this is something I've I've done in the past. And this is something I'm not ashamed to 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 admit to. That's something I've always gone. Oh, like Asians are not the best drivers, and I could literally drive down the streets for for minutes and hours and i'll see different bad drivers who are not asians mm-hmm. and to just skip me yeah. but the minute i see an asian who's doing something stupid on the road i go oh, you see that's you know, that's like, it. Oh, yeah. they can't drive it makes sense it, it's, it's just one of those things like mm-hmm. I, like it programs people to look for certain things like for instance you know at work we always have um every fridays we would have something we call like check out or family fun or whatever it's you know at four o'clock every friday we'll do it in every team Every week there's a roster and every team is, is tasked to bring food for everyone yep. to share. And you go in there, like from time to time, there is watermelon, right? And everyone just assumes and, the black guy. <laughs> and I, I love I love watermelon. It's I don't like watermelon. Like it, the shock people have whenever I say I don't like watermelon. It's, it's probably one of my best fruits. But the thing is with watermelon is a lot of people eat the watermelon yep. and it's, it's normal. But the minute I touch it, oh, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> the black guy loves watermelon, of course. So it's, it's sort of like it sort of programs people to look for certain things to justify their assumptions. Yeah. And and that's what stereotype does. Like, yeah. you know, I don't think Asians are good drivers. So every single time I'm on, I'm on the Outlook and I see someone who's driving bad, the minute they're Asian, I just justify my own belief. Oh, yes, like, there you go. That's an example because everyone wants, you know, an evidence to sort of prove their, their their own stance on a certain topic and yeah it's it's very yeah like it's it's very it can be restricting it can be it can lead to a lot of ignorance and it can yeah programming it program yeah. programs us to look for certain things from a specific group of people yeah. and I think um going back to your example again some people might be listening and thinking okay just because you know you're an exception to the rule doesn't mean it's not the rule like, obviously there's going to be exceptions to the rule but I think when it comes to racial stereotype you can't really say you know it's an exception to the rule because what's the rule? How many, like, do you have access to this large number of people from a particular race? How many of them have you met? How many of them do you know? Have you gone out and done a study among all these people to find out if that's actually the rule? So it's one of those things like stereotypes, like I said before, it leads to very inaccurate descriptions of people. And then, you know, once you've put that in your mind that that is how this particular group of people are. Like Promise said, you then start using that. So, you know, you start looking for those things and you try to justify that assumption that you have of, of a particular race. Like you can literally sit in a room and watch 
three people do the exact same thing. Yeah, and but you notice specifically you one, exactly. one of them. As soon as the person that fits that stereotype does it, it's like, oh yeah, of course, you know, it makes yeah. sense. Mm. But um, moving on, um, promise also kind of like you know already touched on this, but the question I was gonna ask is, do you guys and myself as well, do you have any? Are there any um personal beliefs or you know just some prejudices that you have that may be racially driven? Just like in terms of stereotyping people. Yeah, I like yeah. Like for me, I think the, the the driving one is one I'm really I'm always on that like oh, and I think it's it's something for some reason because. Like I was really young, like I was, I was young, and you know it's something I've been hearing for a while. Like you know, Asians make they make the best cars, like but they just can't drive them. They, mm. Like you know, and because of that, like I like I you know I've lived in Canberra for a while, and I've seen some pretty terrible driving, and almost all of them have not been like almost all of them have been done by like just general white Australians, but I'm just for some reason every time I notice. You know, an Asian doing it. It's just, oh, yeah, like, you know, they, they can't, like, you know, like, they, they can't drive. They're always, you know, causing problems on the road. They're always switching lanes without, you know, indicating or just making, causing a general inconvenience. And 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 that's the thing. Like, it's just, like, it's just, there's that programming. Like, I've just, you know, programmed myself to just look out for dr- poor drivers who happen to be Asian. And it's like it's like yeah, like it's it's very, and like I don't think it affects me in the sense that like you know, for instance, if I'm getting a car, and like you know, if I get an Uber and the driver is Asian, I don't sit there and think, oh, like you know, he's I'm probably he's probably gonna crash and kill me. I like I don't. It doesn't lead to negative thinking, but I just like I just for some reason I've, I've just programmed myself to see it a certain way. But I don't stop. I then I, I then don't allow myself to get into that you know zone where I can go. Or oh, if you're Asian, you can't drive me. Mm. Or you know I'm not gonna get a, get in the car if it's an Asian driver. Or I'm not gonna get a taxi if the driver is Asian. Like yeah. uh, that's the that's the, the the like you have to be conscious yeah. to stop have you ever from like, jumping the, into that. Have you ever, in terms of that, like when that happens, stopped and gone? I probably shouldn't do this. I probably should stop thinking this way. Oh no! Like I don't like like it doesn't lead to me raging or anything. I just yeah. I just think I, not oh, even in terms go. of like raging, yeah. but just in terms of like the stereotype itself. Like when that happens, you just go, you know what? I prob- you know, I know I, it's a stereotype. But yeah. I probably just should, I probably should she just let it go, sort of thing. Yeah, you know? I think the the time I actually think about that is when I see bad driving that's done by a non-Asian. I go, oh, like that's happened if but yeah. if an Asian had done it I probably have said something like oh of course mm. you know like and it's just yeah like it, it's very like when, once you're programmed like once you just sort of accepted something in your mind like it's 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 hard to consciously yeah. stop yourself from thinking like that it's like it, like that's one of the most difficult things to, to change thought processing yeah. like the way you process your thoughts and like it's like the only time I think about that is when I see bad driving that's done by a non-Asian I go oh okay like would I have been as calm and you know, like would I have just let it go and just not made a comment if this was done by someone who's not Asian? Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think that's that. That's when I. That's when I check myself when I see someone else do it, and I'm not able to go to justify that stereotype I have in my head. 
you know, that's that that that's you know how far I go with my stereotyping. It's just very very important not to let it yep. sort of creep creep into your decision making and things like that because yep. that's when it becomes a problem. You know, you start seeing people who say, "Oh, the a taxi driver is Asian. I don't want to get in the car. The Uber driver is Asian. I'm going to cancel and ask another one." It just becomes very you know, yeah, it, it becomes very problem problematic because yep. you start restricting yourself again from doing certain things based on you know color or race sort of thing yeah yeah what about you Jamie? just curious do you guys think that um because of the stereotype agents are bad drivers that gives them a free pass to drive bad so I, like- <laughs> I was actually that was going to be like my example because again for me when it comes to the stereotyping thing again it's one of those um it's the whole is the whole asian driving thing yeah like when it comes to stereotyping because i could be driving and like you said especially in australia look a lot of people don't know how to drive yeah. Like most of the people I've seen that don't know how to drive are not Asian, let's be honest. Yeah. But if I'm driving and someone's like, you know, being a nuisance or, you know, driving terribly yeah. in front of me, if I drive past them and I look in the car and it's an Asian female, I'm just like, you know what? Makes sense. I can't, I can't even be mad. There is some truth to that stereotype anyway, because I'm from Melbourne originally, living in a primarily Asian suburb. And, you know, Knowing the road rules, yeah. they don't really follow the road rules. Like road rule one is, you know, don't enter a roundabout, you know, wait till it's clear, then go. But, you know, in, like where I'm from, you know, they would line up, do the roundabout, waiting to go straight, blocking the roads from turning and all that. So there is some truth to that. However, that, you know, again, it's, you know, marginalizing an entire race. Exactly. Just for, you know, maybe a couple of guys doing it. So that's you know, something to think about as well. Yep. 100%. Well, yeah. yeah. In terms of like, do are there any um, racial like prejudices that you have? Yeah. In terms of like, you know, stereotyping. Like, what do you think is a racial bias that you have in your head that you don't really doesn't necessarily have to manifest, but it's just something something that you you subconsciously believe. Well, you know, I'm from Melbourne as well. You know, I said before, um, the whole Apex Gang shit when I was there. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a negativity towards black people because you know, you know. All over the news, it's all um, Apex Gang, you know, South Sudanese yeah. kids yeah. causing havoc. It's all over the news, you know, the terrorizing stores and all that. So there's some negativity where I'm from that, you know, it's like it's dangerous out there. Um, avoid Dananong and, you know, because all the gangs are there. And they're typically just black people. So when, you know, you're going through, you know, my stuff about night, you know, you see black kids around. There's some typically that, you know, it's yeah. not much safe. Mm. Probably just lock your door. Mm. <laughs> lock your door even though you know there's some truth to that because you know there is troublemakers but I mm. think the news is yeah. just blowing it up yeah because yeah. you're terrorizing entire South Sudanese group just for you know a couple of kids acting yeah. out and usually like one, one thing I've noticed whenever that's in the news I've seen like a few comments whenever it's posted like on Instagram and stuff like that it's not even a case of you know grouping South Sudanese it becomes every black guy yeah because you can't like from you know perspective, like who who's how do you tell who's yeah. Sudanese and who's not? Like you see, it's like certain like really terrible comments from people just like being straight, like just flat out racist, yeah. you know, to his black people, and just basically every black person is, you know, part of a gang. Yeah, yeah. They should be sent back. They should go back to you know yeah. countries and shit like that. Even though they were yeah. born here and they're obviously Australian, but it's like yeah, send them back. So to send them came back from. to where they're from, and like you know, just one Australia, multicultural Australia. And the funny thing is, like, you know, I, I think there's something you guys are missing when you're talking about the, the Sudanese gang. And, like, I like how you specifically broke it down, the South Sudanese gang. People in the media, the news was reporting they it just the African Sudanese. gang. Yeah. Yeah. They were not saying Sudan. They were, saying, they were literally saying dangerous, troublemaking African gangs. And 
I'm African, I'm Nigerian. And when I see people from other parts of Africa, it's very easy for me to distinguish this yeah. person from here, this person from there. White people can't do that. So they literally just see color, black. All right, this person could potentially be trouble. Yep. And it's a very dangerous thing to, it's like it's a de- very dangerous way to, 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 to think or to view um, a group of people because mm. you find yourself in a situation where, again, because you're not able to tell the difference, you make a broad assumption and that could lead to you missing out in very, like, you know, like, you know, in important friendships in, you know, in a good relationship with someone because you've, you've allowed yourself to block the possibility of that happening based on your own assumption. And like, you know, a few times you, we've been to Melbourne, like, like there are some clubs that make it very difficult for black people to get in. Like, you know, you go to a place, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say this, you go to a place like Miss Collins, it's, it's hard. Like it's, they tell you all sorts of, they make all sorts of excuses. Oh, like, you know, um, you don't like, you don't have like, you know, you don't yeah. have enough girls with you. You like, and, and, you know, even like there was this time, like, and this one, this one really got to me. There was this time where, we, me and my group of friends, we booked we booked a table. We had like a like booked a booth, right? And we've paid like just around seven hundred plus. And this guy came around. Who I don't know if it was the owner or someone high up there in the club. You know how these bouncers are, man. They think they are, you know, in the army when they stand in front of the door. Um, they sat the student. They're like, oh, like you know, initially it's like, oh, you don't have enough girls. We can't let you in. Like the general nonsense they tell people, and then we obviously explain, no, like we've got a table. This is ridiculous. We already paid for a table. Like you know, yeah. and then this other guy came. He was like, oh, guys, like I'm gonna let you guys in. I'm doing you a favor, but I just don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. Yeah. And, it's and that's just, something like a lot of us have experienced because I've experienced yeah, the exact same thing. Exactly. And I'm just like, we're literally standing here being as calm as we are after paying almost a grand to get like into you know, a security table and getting told that we might not get him because we don't have females with us. We have, there's not been a reaction. There's no been there's been no aggression. We've been trying to converse and understand the situation and, and you know, we're, we're literally just trying to get in the club. And the first thing you're saying is, oh, I'm doing you a favor. Like, I just don't want any trouble. Like, how are you doing me a favor? Like, I'm giving I, you my I've money. Paid. Yeah. I've paid. And again, like, you could just tell he was scared. Like, to him, he was literally taking a risk by letting us in. Like, it, he was literally taking a risk by letting us in. And it was just the whole night. Like, you could just tell that all, all eyes were on us. Like, there was just people, like, the bouncer specifically told, keep an eye out for them mm. these guys are potentially trouble and sure enough as soon as there was an issue with one person they asked everyone to leave because again yeah. there is their and stereotyping the, they're the, here the, to the, cause trouble the, the African gangs are here oh my god like how can we kick them out without looking racist and those yeah those are the dangers of stereotyping because it leads to like again very negative situations like this where you know you marginalize a whole group of people based off of you know a few, like my um, minority, and speaking on that as well. Historically, do you guys think the media has played a very big part in terms of, of course, racial of course. stereotyping? Of course, of course, because, like you know, you look at the news every weekend. You look at the you look at the um, you know, whether you're looking at the news via TV or Facebook or Instagram, whatever. Like in you know, the numerous of watch news, and every weekend, every single weekend, I can guarantee you there is a group of white Australians who are drunk and causing problems that's led to 
that that generally leads to the police having to attend, breaking up the party, shutting down the club, making a few arrests, uh, whatever it is, you know. In That's normal for them. Yes, in St. Kilda, in Sydney, everywhere. Like maybe in Canberra, not so much because we're quite small. And when these things get reported, it's all like, you know, a, a group of dr- um, drunk people had an altercation, police was called, no mention of race, nothing, yeah. just drunk, drunk people. The minute there's, you know, it's done by, say, Africans or indigenous Australians or Islanders, straight yeah, away yeah. The, the race Asians, gets mentioned. Anybody that's not white. Yeah, like, literally, when, when, like, you know, as when it happens to, to to white people, the media they do they go they act very quickly in normalizing it. Mm. It's all like you know they were just, they were just drunk. They had too much to drink, and it's piled out into the streets. And police were making a few arrests, and no charges has been laid. And you know that's the last you hear of it. But if it's done by a different minority group, they start talking about things. Oh, do we need to reevaluate our migration policy? Yeah. Do we have to? And it's just like you know they're drunk. A drunk, you know. And obviously, alcohol, being drunk is not an excuse for violence. That's you know that's not the point of this conversation. But, but it's something that, something that every, happens to everyone in every race. So you just shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't become a problem when it's done by a non-white person. It's just the same thing with like you know, not just you know, drunken fighting. The same thing with um, terrorism and you know, terrorist attacks and violent attacks. It, it's done by a person, a white person, straight away. They start asking questions like, "Oh, was this person bullied? Well, did, did, did his parents treat him? Or does he have poor mental health? Who are his friends? Does he have friends? Was he just an angry teenager acting out? All oh, his neighbors think he was such an angel." Blah 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 blah. Don't worry, person of color. They talk, start talking about your uncle well, in a different country who was oh, a terrorist. They start, yeah. they and start, they'll use those words like it's you know terrorists, yeah, terrorists that. yeah like person, you never hear those words so it's just like it, it's almost like the media has made it as though like a different like it, the media has made it a thing that people have different rules yeah. based on, on on their on their color and it's again like it yeah i think they're one of the biggest forces in, in racial yeah. stereotyping because they drive that that narrative that white people cannot be dangerous. 100%. And I love how specific they get when it's something negative. Like, again, I made the reference to, you know, people who are literally born here, they are Australian. But as soon as it's something negative, they get super specific. You know, it's like, you know, Australian-born Sudanese or Sudan-born, you know, this, da-da-da-da-da, or like, you know, Nigerian this. or. But once it's something positive, uh, this Australian... It's always Australian, yeah. Australian, oh, yeah. Australian, oh, yeah. Australian. Yeah. Australian. Like, yeah, of course. But then I remember even like when Ton Marker made it to the NBA in the NBA draft, yeah. every publication was saying Australian. There was no mention of him. Like there was no mention of Sudanese. There was no mention of Sudan born. There was it was always Australian, Australian, Australian. Mm. So yeah, one hundred percent agree. The media, yeah, is the, the, very the big, play a role in in sort of isolate, trying to you know generalize the situations and. And make it look as though, you know, because of one person's actions, the whole group of people should then be marginalized. And like, it really gets to me when they start talking about migration policies because a bunch of drunken people of color are having a fight. I'm just like, this happens every day with white people and sometimes they even kill them. Like it's, you know, like there's so much more violence, but somehow it's normalized and it's, yeah, it's, they turn around and then try to tell you, oh, we don't see color. It's just... uh, yeah this is the first time i met you the coronavirus it's been in the media for a while Mm -hmm. what do you think of that topic 
Good. I think. So do you think all Chinese people have it? <laughs> well, I hope they don't because <laughs> that'll be problematic. Um, I think it's it's one of the, see 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 with the virus now. I think it's it's one of these things where you have to you have to be realistic. You know, you have to be realistic and think it's it's obviously something there is no cure for. It's dangerous. However, just like when the Ebola thing was happening, yep. it you should not cover your nose when you walk past an Asian on the street. And especially for those of us non-Asians who maybe struggle to even differentiate, you know, you know, a Chinese person from a Japanese, from a South Korean, we then generalize, oh, he's potentially having, he potentially has a, a deadly virus in within him. So I better, you know, stay as far away from him as possible. If he makes anything really, you know, close to a sneeze or a cough, I'm going to run away from him. Yeah. Um, and, and that's something, again, like it's, I like, I, 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 you know, because of how, you know, the media and news is very restricted in China, we'll never know yep. the, the, the full extent of what's actually happening. But I can only assume it's quite serious. But again, it's just, it's it's another avenue now for people to start making racially motivated comments. So and, many stereotypes. And like so you go jokes. you go on Instagram, people are making jokes about this thing. And it, like, it's very, it's, it's, it's a little bit disheartening. Um, disheartening. And, and what I think... Bit. Well, what I think, what I think, you know, the government. I'm, I'm glad the government, you know, have that travel ban and they're taking every means possible, the quarantine and everything. Yep. It, it just should not be an avenue for someone who is now, who is Asian, to, to feel as though they are being paid an extra attention when they, to whatever they're doing. Yep. Like you know, like you see situations like you know, a Chinese-born person who was probably born here has been here for a long time, never been to China. Oh, he looks Asian. He probably has coronavirus. And that's what I was going to say as well. People act like the virus is something that just, you know, magically (laughs) appears inside of you if you're Asian. It's like, this person hasn't stepped foot out of here. They have not been anywhere near China. They've been in the same environment as you. Now, all of a sudden, they have coronavirus or they have a potential to have coronavirus. They have as much potential as you do. But all just because, you know, they're Asian looking. Yeah, like one time, one time in the news, it was... Like I, he got deleted pretty quick. Like he got removed pretty quickly because someone reported it as the deadly Chinese virus. Yeah. And he's going well. If, when you when you start reporting things like that, it, it's very easy because people don't understand and people don't understand how uneducated a lot of people are, and because society has made it look as though like if you are, you know, if if you are able to speak English competently, you are you must be educated then. And obviously, English is everyone like you know English is the first language to Australians, and I think the, 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 because of that, because they're able to speak in a language you all understand, it's very easy to forget how uneducated and unexposed a lot of these people are. Yep. So whatever they see on the news, whatever they hear, whatever they read, they take it to heart. They take it to be a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. These people don't have the ability to do their own research or try to even understand the complexities surrounding these situations. And that's where I think the media is failing because they are just like giving people false information and causing more stress, really, than they should. You like you go, you go on the bus, you you know, you go on the bus, you go on the tram, whatever it is. The amount of people covering their nose, you know, with all this mask. And those masks are useless. I'm going. Look, if if <laughs> they don't do anything, the virus all, is going to filter through it. All that mask is doing is literally stopping you from being able to smell things. Yeah. It's not protecting air from going into. <laughs> you know what's funny? I find it like hilarious when these same people they will wear the mask and everything, but then they will touch stuff and like yeah, you know, rub their like eyes and stuff. So what's, yeah. the, what's the purpose Again, of that the mask? Highlights highlights the, the the level of 
on a lack of education and and because of how bad the media is in you know making spreading this news because of how and, and like I'm not saying the, sh- the media shouldn't talk about obviously they have to talk about but the it. way they talk but about the it. way they talk they have an the way, yeah the way they present it just it's like it's like it's fear mongering like yeah. it, it it makes people just become so scared like it's yeah it's, it's very it's very dangerous the way scaring people do sell paper sorry scaring people do sell paper so you know it's easy to target you know like for example the coronavirus yeah you know the, the travel ban i agree with the travel ban you yeah. know the virus originated from china mm. so you know like most like what a couple million people in china now you know exposed to the virus yeah so it's it's a good thing that you know we still we ha- fly yeah. to china of course of course however because of um because of that, you know, all these people come out of the woodwork yeah. and it's like coming on Facebook saying, you know, like, send them all home and all that. It's <laughs> like, yeah, let's just gather every yeah. Chinese person. And send them home. And send them home. Because that would solve the problem. As well as, you remember, there's a couple of weeks back where, um, so one, the Chinese dude that collapsed in Sydney mm-hmm. was having kebabs or something and then collapsed. No one gave him CPR because they thought he had the coronavirus. Oh, God. <laughs> that is wow. really depressing. Yeah. So, he, like, he was just—he had a heart attack, but no one. Did he die? Him. Yeah, he died. Oh god! So he had a heart attack. Someone thought he had the coronavirus. No one helped him. Yeah, and so, and these people like it, it's again—it's one of those things that lack of education. Like well, if you're that worried about the virus, learn about it. Very ignorant. Figure out how it works. Someone that, like you—you you don't just collapse because you have. It's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's like a flu. No one just collapses because they have a flu. And yeah, like you know, like you said, negative news dot sell papers. Like it, you know, it, like at the end of the day, to be like, I think we've we've been programmed so much that if we lo- listen to a to to a news broadcast or we look at look at like big headlines and they're not all negative, it's almost it, like it's boring sort of thing. We don't you go oh like you know there's nothing special like what you just like the negative stories get more attention, they get more news, they get more reactions, and I think. Like it's just become a business now where you go yep. make it as negative as possible to get as much attention as you can, and this would bring that would bring up our ratings, our profits would go up, and it's just like it, and what they don't realize is that they're, they're disadvantaging the people who rely on them for accuracy yeah. and the truth, and it's it's yeah. yeah. But these yeah. days they don't care about you know yeah. the truth accuracy. It's about yeah ratings. selling people about, are yeah. watching our stuff, people are reading our papers and all that. We're selling papers. Yeah, that's mm. yeah, yeah. The problem is, but yeah, yeah. yeah like it's the the media definitely does play a very significant negative role yep. in stereotyping. Yes, absolutely. And media side as well. Another thing is, in terms of like just a general population, when it comes to stereotyping, a lot of people are found are one hundred percent okay with doing it so long as it's not them. Yep. So the same people who you know hate getting stereotyped don't like feel a type of way when it's a stereotype that's about them. Oh, yeah. Or then turn around as soon as, you know, for example, this whole coronavirus thing, you see everybody will then jump on the train and start making those ignorant comments and making ignorant jokes and stuff like that and laughing about it. Because they don't, to them, it's like, oh, it's not it's not a big deal. Yep. It's okay. But as soon as similar happens to them, they then realize it's a big deal. So it's like that whole thing about society, you know, yeah. only caring when it's relevant well, to yeah. them. Yeah. Like an example of that is just like something as little as, oh, like, you know, white people don't spice their food. You say that to a group of white people and see the reaction. Yeah. They start attacking, you know, your own skills. Like, oh, like, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to, if you're a good cook, you don't need to spice it up. 
Fruit to <laughs> taste good. Yeah, yeah, look, bro. Like, they, if you're they, a good cook, yeah. you don't need spices. You yeah, the amount of ridiculous things I've heard. Like, oh, like, you know, you just you just need salt. You just, you don't, like, you know, the flavor, like, let the food flavor so come because out. Because like, you're yeah. a good cook, you, the food's going to magically be like, yeah. oh, this person that's cooking me is good. Exactly. Like, yeah, and, flavor. and, like, again, it's, it's not like I've met some ridiculously good cooks who, who happen to, who are white and who are white girls. But if you, you, it, like he's just one of those things like it, that's a white people stereotype like they, they don't spice their food and from you know they don't spice their food it turns out oh they can't cook and you talk about that it becomes it becomes a problem and the reality is that like there's a lot of white people who have said look don't marry an Australian woman because mate you're not going to be having the best meals especially when you come from a place where you know flavor and spices has been is a very big thing mm. but again just that like it, it, of all the stereotypes I could think of that's probably the most the least racist one. That's the least problematic one. Oh, white people don't like spices. I'm going to, if I'm going to a white barbecue, I'm going to take my own spices. Little things like that. And straight away, they become defensive and start attacking you. Oh, you know, like if you're so good, why are you using spices? They say, yeah, ridiculous things like that. Once I was talking about um, making steak and that's all oh, like, you know, you don't need to, if you have a good steak, you don't need to spice it. And some people agree yeah, with yeah, that. You don't need to marinate your steak. Yeah, you don't need to marinate. Just throw it on there. Nah, nah, I'm not. I mean, and one time I said, you might as well go bite the cow if that's how you're going to eat your food. But it, it's just one of those things like, they, 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 like it's, everyone becomes very defensive when they're, you know, yeah, on the, the, the hot seat. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but yeah. It's, yeah, because even like, the, again, keep going back to this whole coronavirus thing. Even businesses have been like, you know, jumping on and making stupid jokes. Like I know there was a um there was a bar, I think in Melbourne, yep. that got in trouble because they decided to, you know, jump on the whole wave oh, and try to profit from it and did the whole Corona Chinese New Year special thing. Yep. And it was basically like, you know, discounts on like the beer. Yep. but it was like it's just insensitive stuff like that. Like there are people who are dying from this thing. Like there are people who are being stereotyped because of this and you're jumping on that wave to try profit from it like it doesn't really make sense does it but they don't realize how ignorant they're being until they get called out on it when someone's been racist to me like you don't really like pay attention yeah. example, and that, but that's sad that that's that's that shows you the level of you know racism like it's when you get to the once you start get, getting to the point where you're just used to it like you just expect it it's just a small amount, but you know, like, you're used to it. Like, you go to high school, you know, and like, for example, I was at a work experience with year 10. Like, I, I was at my dad's workplace, and the guy goes, You know, like, where are you from? Melbourne. Yeah, where are you from, though? Mm. Yeah, I was born here, Monash. And it was like, Yep. Where are your parents from? Vietnam. Oh, you're from Vietnam. Like, what? Yeah, and that's something we can all relate to. Yeah. The number of t- that, just that question alone, it's going to the point where a lot of people hate that question, and they're not going to answer you if you ask them, "Where are you from?" Yeah. Because it's just like when people ask that, "Where are you from?" question, it's not even. It most of the time it doesn't come from a place of actually wanting to know where you're from. Yeah. It's because in their head, they've already they already know what kind of answer they're looking for. They've already programmed like you know this person's going to be from like you know this part of the world. So then they've come up to you and been like, "Where are you from?" You're like, "Australia." Where are you from? Melbourne, but they, they they want you to give them that answer that they're looking for, yep. and then you tell them, okay, you know, I'm from Nigeria. Oh, you're from Nigeria. Oh, I know this guy from Ghana. What's my business? Yeah. Oh yeah, God, someone, yeah. Like I hate when they do that. But you know, it's it's ridiculous. But again, moving on, another question I wanted to ask. Um, apart from you know how we 
have you know stereotyped other people can you give an example of a time where you personally have been stereotyped i mean i know you just gave one yeah but yeah any other like examples of times where you've been racially stereotyped uh, like yeah negatively stereotyped as well negative okay yeah i was gonna say like I've, there's been some stereotypes so like like you said like there's just been a lot of people who have assumed i can play basketball and i'm just like look you'd be disappointed um but in terms of a negative stereotype uh I can't, I, I, I can't really like you know, like it, there's, there's no one that's sort of sitting at the back of my head, and like I'm just, I'm just thinking, um, and it, I mean, it's a good thing if I have to think about it because obviously, like I have not been subject to something that's been overtly, you know, terrible. Like I mean, apart from obviously going to the club and people assuming, like you know, the bouncers assuming that we're potential risk in, in terms of causing problems or fighting and, um. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't really, I can't really think of a specifically bad, like, 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 you know, something terrible that, like I can say, impacted on me. But I've had an experience whereby, you know, for instance, when I tell people what I do for work, they're like, oh, wow, I'm so surprised. Like, you know, you, you can do that. Did you have to go to uni for that? Yeah, I went to uni for, oh, you went to uni? Oh, wow, which uni? Like, like full, like like a proper degree. It's like just that uh, that um um assumption that because I am black, because you know I look a certain way, I sometimes dress a certain way. Like he can't be educated. Surely he's not educated. Oh, you speak so well. Like like um you know did you did you get extra English le- English lessons? You know things like that. Like it's it's quite. It's quite, it can be quite disheartening sometimes. Mm. Like you tell people what you do for work and they go, oh, wow. Like, like, did you go to uni for that? Like, it's just like, there's, why do you not think I'm capable of mm. going to uni? Or just assuming that every black person does nursing. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or disability care. <laughs> you know, cause actually, I remember having a conversation like this with someone who asked me, they're like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, I work in cybersecurity. And they're like, oh, you're the first black person I've heard, like, you know, do something like that. They didn't even fully understand what I did in the first place. But I was just like, oh, I'm, I, th- I thought you were doing like nursing. I'm like, why would I be doing nursing? Yeah. Like, what, like you looked at me and, just and decided the degree. that I'd be doing nursing. What part of me looks like nursing? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, can, it can get very tricky because, again, there's that subconsciously, there's that low expectation expected yeah. based on your color. Like if someone, it's not even like a low expectation. In terms, like nursing is a great profession. For yeah, yeah, but like, like, but like, just yeah. Like I was when I said when I said low expectation, I was talking in terms of you know being surprised that I've done like you know I completed a, completed a uni degree and I'm able to articulate myself in a certain way and I'm able to you know you know like basically that I'm educated enough to have mm. a, a certain type of job, and you know, it, like it's just like and and that one that's specifically targeted because. Like I don't ex- assume that if you went and I told people that you have a university degree, they'll be too surprised because all oh, Asians are all smart. So yeah. surely, you know, he's been uni. He has a very good paying idea. You know, if you told them you did not have a university degree, then they'll be shocked. Like oh yeah, so it's one of those things. They'll, they'll probably look at you and go oh like you know he's Asian, so he probably has a really good. He's probably a medical doctor or some sort of engineer, yeah. and he's really smart. He probably creates things, and then again because. Asians are smart and they're all good at maths and they're, you know, so there's that for for you to be positive. But I'm sure there are people who's who are surprised at how well you can speak English. Yeah, you know, 
So from that point of view, is there such a thing as a good stereotype? Oh yeah, there are definitely positive stereotypes. I don't stereotypes. think there are good stereotypes. Just the fact that it is a stereotype, that's like, I know something. there are some things we look at and be like, oh yeah, I'm okay with that one because it's, you know, it's kind of positive. But just the fact that it is a stereotype, because again, like I said before, it's a very inaccurate description of a person as an individual. Because if if you're looking at me now and going, oh, like I've had this a lot of times. I mean, I'm, I'm very tall. Mm. So everybody's always like, oh, do you play basketball? Oh, you should play basketball. Oh, are you, are you good at good? basketball? And it's like, that's not like it's not a negative yeah but at the same time that's not me so it's like is, is it a good stereotype i don't think so so from part of you you know like if asian have that you know like the educated you know the good and maths so if i walk into a job you know is there like a an expectation positive positive you know expectation of me because of my race that you know like he's good at maths you know he's gonna be a hard worker he's educated there that, might be, but then again, that can backfire if you're not good at math. Yeah, he just, I think he just adds <laughs> like, unnecessary pressure. Exactly. He just adds, he just, I literally just adds unnecessary pressure. Like he just, yeah, like um, he, like he, he just adds like an unnecessary pressure to perform, and it's, I don't think it's fair. For for you know for you for instance to go in and everyone expect that you'd be the, you you are this person who solve all their computer computer problems and who solve all their you know maths problems and and then when you can't they start making jokes about being disappointed yeah and it's like I'm sorry I I I can't do it yep. you know it is yeah like you never said you could yeah <laughs> I never told you I could do could. it you, yeah you just assume that I can and I can't and now you're disappointed based on your own assumptions. Yeah, like yeah, like, but in terms of positive stereotypes, I I think, I think to an extent, like like there are things that you know, like are definitely not negative. They're definitely like there are stereotypes that are definitely not negative. I think, um, th- there are some of them who that that are just like for for instance, there are um, th- there is in terms of Indians, like I like I think it's almost um. It's almost a thing now that people people just assume that like Indians are generally hardworking people, and um, because obviously because of, like where they're from, you look at this this the conditions and the working conditions over there. It's not so great, so because of that, like you in places where like human labor is required, I feel as though Indians always have the upper hand because like this like aged care and support like they they always get because they just assume okay he's this he's from india he's gonna be a hard worker so we're gonna give him the you know, the, the the more difficult shift not difficult shifts like like we're gonna give him more shifts and he's always gonna be available because he wants to work so when we need people well straight away we're gonna be looking at these people because there's our assumption these people work hard so they're always gonna be up for it and sometimes that could backfire again and he could be someone who's like look i just just want to have a day off leave me alone like i'm not you know like but but like it's not a bad it's not a bad thing for people to assume you're hard working like it's not negative like it could be positive but in terms of being a good i don't think there's such a thing as a good stereotype like it could be positive but it's not a good stereotype because just for the fact that it is a stereotype and again there's always going to be like you know that negative side of it like you Mm. said with the indians assuming they're hardworking, it's positive to like you know be hardworking in there but if you're someone who just wants to chill that yeah. you don't you're not looking at them being oh yeah that's good that's mm. a good stereotype mm. <laughs> see what you're saying fair enough but um yeah still on that um question jamie um an example of a time when you know you personally have been stereotyped well see that's the thing i don't really pay attention to those anymore like i just go my way 
Um, I, you know, at work, you know, guys will take the piss at me saying, you know, it's like, you know, you did the calculations wrong, you know, it's like, aren't you supposed to be good at maths? It's, you know, it's there, that stereotype's there just, you know, like, take the piss with me now. It doesn't really do anything to me. Yeah. Mm. So you've never, like, been in, uh, like, an actual, say, a serious situation where it's, like, you know, you've been stereotyped in an environment where it's not, you know, taking the piss, where it's someone's just looked at you and decided based on your look or based on your race that See, something... I'll just ignore it. I'll just walk away. It's, like, mm. it's no point. Yeah. I mean, that's how a lot, a lot of people deal with it now, but just the fact that it does happen, that's pretty shitty. Because I, even the example that you gave before of like, you know, trying to get into a club and stuff like that and people thinking they're doing you a favor even though you're paying, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like-, like I remember one time, this was last year actually, we were in Amsterdam and um, so basically there was a friend there as well who was already at a club already had like you know had already booked a table and stuff and we were we, we were we showed up late we we're gonna go catch up on him and there was a guest list that, that, that we've already like you know spoken and like sorted that out or we, we thought it was all sorted out mm-hmm. and then we get there and they're like oh no no no, you have to wait like your name's not on this particular guest list we're like oh it's with this way like you know we're catching up with this person and then this lady comes down she's like the manager or whatever yep. and um she was basically you know saying Oh, you know, you guys hold on. Let me go. Da, 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 da. And then it gets sorted out. Like, again, the person we're catching up with already has a table, is already paid and everything. Mm. And then she comes back down and she's like, oh, usually, you know, I wouldn't like, you know, let you guys in. Da, 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 da. Okay. But she's doing you a know, favor. Exactly. And then she lets us in. And you know what she said to us? She's mm. like, just don't cause any problems. And we. Where we're was like, this? This was in Amsterdam. Okay. The, uh, the alleged most liberal city in the world. <laughs> and we were yeah. like, and I remember like Cornelius turned around and was like, "What do you what? mean? Yeah, well, because it's like we we are, we are three black guys here. While we've been here, there have been other people going in, mm. white people. Mm. We have not said anything like that. But now all of a sudden, we're gonna cause a problem. Like mm. it wasn't even like it was you know a rowdy like club or stuff mm. like that. It was like a pretty like chill place. We chill just, vibes, we're, yeah. Where we were going, like we already had a table waiting for us. Mm. So it's like, how are we going to cause a problem here? So here's a question. How often do you guys experience that? Because from my personal experience as being Asian, it doesn't really happen. Yeah, because no one expects, you know, like Asians have not been stereotyped to be violent and, yeah. you know, problematic. So, like, you know, negative stereotype yeah, comes like a, a bouncer would just generally let you in if your ID is right, like, yeah. you know. But for people, you know, for, for Africans, it's different because there's that, oh, like, you know, they're going to fight. They're going to cause problems. And, and don't get me wrong. There's been situations we have seen, like, you know, even like Sudanese, like in Canberra, you go, is that necessary? Do you really have to fight well, that's about an, that? That's an individual thing. That's yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah. It like, has nothing like, yeah. to do with me. But it doesn't mean that, um, you know, everyone behaves like that. Because again, just like Sudanese people, there are situations where even Asians have been in fights in the club. I've seen Asians fighting outside the Mooseheads. Yeah, there's been situations where... Ireland has been fighting the club, but like the minute Africans do it, they use the excuse of, oh, we can't really tell them apart and just, instead of, yeah, it's just easy to paint everyone with the same brush and go, oh, like, you know, don't cause problems, don't cause problems. It's like, and that, telling that to someone is only going to agitate them. And like, I don't think there's anyone who's been told don't cause problems, who's then gone to the club and go, okay, I better not cause problems. I better not, like, it's it's like, I'm dressed responsibly there's nothing about me that looks like problem apart from my skin color apparently yep. 
but yeah, like and it's crazy how many times how often that happens like i don't go out a lot but i've i've experienced this like yeah a few times when i've been out i remember one time even in sydney mm. we went out and then it was like you know it was the end of the night and we weren't ready to go home so we went to like it was a pub it wasn't it wasn't it was a pub mm. We went there because it was still open. Actually, we got we were about to go home, and this guy was like, "Oh, there's this place open around the corner. Let's go there." Sort of thing. So we've gone there, and um, the bouncer is like, "Oh no, 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 we're closed. Like, no, there's no more entry." Mm. And we're like, "What do you mean? Like, it's we, it's we can see it's still going. It's like, yeah, yeah, but it's closed, sort of." And we're like, "Okay, cool." So we've moved to the side, yeah, and we watch other people come up. They get in and go in, mm-hmm. and that's where we're like, nah. So we turn right back and we're like, okay, you told us that it was closed, but no. you're letting these people in, yeah. Like, you're letting these white people in, and he's you know trying to come up with like excuses. He's like, oh no, um, it's because you know, you're, you guys are you're a group of guys, um, there's already like you know, too many guys inside, da 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 da, da. like, we're not, we're not letting any more guys in, just girls. We're like, okay, whatever, yeah, we're. There was another group of guys, I think, so white guys. They're not Australian. They were basically here on holiday from some European European country. Yeah. Um, these guys are like dressed in shorts and shit. We watched them go up to the front, and this guy let them in, and we were just like, "So there, there's not too many guys in when those ones want to go." Yeah. And we're like, "Dude, that that is that is racist." Mm. And he's like, "No, no, I'm not racist." Mm. And he was starting. He he was getting mad that mm. we that we called him out on his racism. Yeah. And we're like, "Bruv, you literally in front of us, just let white people go in, yeah. but you wouldn't let us in. Why? Because we're gonna cause problems. We haven't done anything." problem worthy we've literally just tried to get in yep. to, to a place it's not like we're coming here for free we're paying for drinks and stuff like that so it's like you don't know us from anywhere but you've just stereotyped us based on our race from see from the uh, first question um in terms of is there truth you know to that do you think there's truth to that you know that there are some black people that cause trouble that you know pretty much that ruins it for everyone else but then it's like promises answered that question when he said like in terms of there are people who do that but from every race like most yeah. of the times when you see these fights happen it's white people yeah yeah absolutely. but they don't have that stereotype yeah I've experienced like being in Australia I've experienced most of the fights I've seen is between white people between yeah. white men white boys and you would never see a situation where a, a, like a decently dressed white guy would get at the club sober no issues and we were told oh nah you're a guy step aside and oh don't cause problems just don't cause problems. like you would ne- like to an extent I do believe there are some clubs who have this policy where they go you know let's let the girls in first yeah, and get a vibe there are some clubs who genuinely would not let a group of guys in except they have girls fair enough yeah. but I've never seen a situation whereby a bouncer would look at a white guy who he's never seen before he has never seen cause problems and go I'm doing you a favor. Just don't cause problems. It's like it's a, the whole point you of never your establishment is for people to come. Yeah, yeah. So you letting people, you're like you're not letting me in. I'm paying to come here. Yeah, like you would not see a situation like everything else. Like you know, letting guys in in a group. Yes, I've seen it happen to everyone. But the situation where a bouncer will pull the white person aside and say, "I'm doing you a favor. Don't cause problems." except he's specifically seen that white person cause problems before and start fights and all that, then yes. But a white person he doesn't know, I've never seen that happen. It's like, I I, I mean, I could be wrong. It could have happened somewhere, but I've never seen it happen. Like it's it's not something I've experienced. This is something I've seen where a white dude is pulled aside, even though majority of the fights I've seen in the club, there's a white person involved. 
that's that's just the the, the reality of the the society we're in. It's so, and it's, it's it can be quite challenging. So what to, do you to, think Australians should do in general to counteract those stereotypes? <laughs> like I I don't think it's an Australia problem. I think yeah, it's, it's just a Western society. Like, it's a Western society problem. Yeah. Like you you know I, I've not really had many exp- many stories where. A white person goes to Asia or Africa and they want to go clubbing and the bouncer pulls them aside and go, oh, don't cause problems. So, like, yeah. I'm doing you a favor. I think it's just a Western society problem. We had to assume that we're like, we're they're just generally scared of people that, are, that don't look like them. Yeah. And yeah, like, it's not really an Australian thing. And I'm, I'm sure if you get people who live in the UK or the US to talk about, it, they'll probably share similar stories. Yeah. So, it's not necessarily just like it's a, it's definitely a Western society situation. It's, um, it's something that can be reduced. I don't think it's something that can completely be eradicated, but it's something that can definitely be reduced by obviously talking about it and educating people to learn how to to understand that within every group there's that there are so many subgroups. Yep. You can't just generalize and expect assume that everyone would you know act the same way and do the same things. Even two siblings, two twins could be like, a set of twins could be different. Characters like completely. So the idea that based on skin color that everyone's character is the same is just like, I I don't think there's a level of lack of education that that surpasses that way of thinking. Like you, you see two people and you just assume because they have the same skin color, they're going to do the exact same thing in any given situation. Yep. Like, I think that's just as ignorant as anyone can get. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty bad. Yep. Yep. No, 100%. Um, to answer your question, like Promise said, I don't think something that can be, you know, completely eradicated. But, um, again, it's just people need to learn to, you know, judge people and not even i think judge is like a harsh word but just give you know, people a chance before you draw a conclusion you know people them. as individuals yeah like like you said twins in the same house they shared the same womb can come out completely different they can be opposites yeah. so now thinking that people that share the same skin color people that look the same will be the same it's it's a ridiculous way of thinking so just Living, having your mind open and getting to know people on the basis of them judging people on their own merits that's, yep. that would take you far very far so if, because you know you guys are talking about you know have, can't really like having issues getting to clubs and stuff mm. like from my personal view like I never experienced that you know this is like the first time hearing you know you guys being pulled aside oh yeah that's like, trouble yeah that's, that's the thing right maybe you know all those white people you know, you know normal white people they don't know that they don't really mm. see that yeah it's pretty much you know, they're having fun and all, you know, other people, all the white, other white people get into fights, you know, that's normal. Yep. But mm. when, you know, someone of color comes out and oh. just start trouble, it's well, like yeah. that. Yeah. It's gang related. It's, normal, it's, it's yeah. 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 So it's the same with the whole like terrorism thing, you know, mm. white people do it. It's not terrorism. Yeah. As soon as someone who, you know, has a beard and looks Arab does it, <laughs> boom. It's you straight away. You yeah. see all the media handles carried, you know, t- with terrorism in caps. It's always, you know, ISIS, ISIS related, da 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 da. Yeah. But the exact same thing happens with a white person, hmm. and it's just, uh, 
an know. isolated event or possible case of mental, mental illness health. he was just angry he was a sweet little guy his neighbors think he's nice but mm. oh something must have what went wrong where did it all go wrong for this poor poor fellow he was so angry he shot up his classroom yeah. and then killed himself oh there's always there's yeah. always an explanation when like, you know Yeah, the, yeah, when it's a person of color, like, oh, I'm going to get a gun and go to church and wipe out a bunch of black people. But, oh, that's not terrorism. He was just angry. Oh, what? where did it go wrong? Like, the, like you know, just that, you know, he, and this was, this is Dylan Roof, the kid who went to a church, shot up people, and, you know, the, and obviously this is not Australia, it's America. Yeah, America. And I think Australia is a lot better when it comes to dealing with situations like that compared yeah. to the US. But, um, but. Um, this was the kid who got taken to McDonald's drive-thru by police to get him burger or Burger King yeah. after he had literally just wiped out that many people unprovoked at a yeah. church so you can imagine like I don't think a black person would get the same treatment they'll probably shoot him at the spot you know so it's just one of those things like it's like 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 the, the media sub subconsciously subconsciously programmed society to just see yep. the white people as the victims yeah. regardless of what the situation is like even just recently was it yesterday or the day before the guy the white guy who went into a mosque in the UK and oh, yeah. stabbed like we're not seeing nothing related to terrorism on that we're not seeing nothing it's basically just i think today even sort of thing saying he was you know charged with grievous bodily harm harm or whatever yeah. if it was like you know in arab you probably hear things like attempted murder da 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 yeah it's, it's ridiculous Or do you think society as a whole is changing? For example, the case in New Zealand when that guy was shooting at oh, the yeah. mosque. And now when he live-streamed it. Yeah, like, I, like, I, I just don't think they could have gotten away with that without calling it terror. Like, I, don't, I just don't see how they could have explained that. Yeah. Because this is the guy who was live-streaming his actions when, like, on Facebook and went into, I think, two different mosques. Yeah, went to two different And, you know, opened fire. Like, I, you know, because I, I was really paying attention to that one because I literally was saying, please try and explain to us how this is not terrorism. But when it first happened, they weren't even calling it terrorism. Yeah, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to, you know, subject it to just a random act of violence and all, you know, but like, you just could not, like it's one of those ones, like they just couldn't do it. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's bizarre that they had to think about it before they decided it was terrorism. Yeah. They had, like it was, mm. like the, I think the first day it wasn't called, the first few days it wasn't called terrorism. And, Eventually, I think because New Zealand's got a very um, left-wing prime minister who obviously is very strong on on, on social social justice issues, which is which is a th which I think is a good thing, um, and, and I think that's why if if that was done in a place like America, I don't think that they would have found a way to to write that off yep. without being it being called terrorism. So, yeah, like. It's getting better because you, I can't sit here and say that society as a whole has not improved from, say, 10, 20, 30 years ago. Definitely, it's always going to get better. Yeah. But, like, I think there's always going to be that bias. Yeah. And that, like, well, there's, there's always still gonna, a lot of work yeah, you can get yeah. so much better. Yeah, there's, there's always going to be that bias. And I generally don't see it getting better very quickly, except it becomes a thing that starts affecting, you know, people who are not minority like i think it's only it's only it's only becomes a problem when you know white people are affected that's how society runs so until in some magical way racism flips and you know white Australia, white people start being victims of it like i just don't think 
pol- like enough policies were put in place to do anything about it. Yep. That's just yeah. And yeah, this is a good segue actually into the final question, which was just gonna be like, you know, just a quick discussion. I mean it's a pretty like broad question, but um I'm basically do you do you think that racism is something that can ever be eradicated? No, like because no matter what you do, you cannot control how an individual is going to think or view things. You can make, I think society as a whole, you know, the politicians, the lawmakers can make it more difficult and challenging for people to exhibit racially charged behaviors. They could, you know, apply more strict fines or more strict penalties, whether it be fines, prison time, community service, whatever it is. But in terms of eradicating it, I just don't see how they're going to do that. Like, I think they can make it more difficult for people to be racist. They can make it less easy to get away with. Mm. But you can't eradicate it. And you look at things like even sports, football. Till this day and time, people of color are being booed and called monkeys and have mm. bananas chucked at them because, um, yeah, because the fans think they can get away with it. But if the the, the governing bodies like the FIFAs and the UFAs brings in bring in um policies strict policies where like you know football teams have their points deducted and people start playing behind closed doors i can guarantee you these things will get reduced yep. straight immediately but it doesn't mean people who think that black people are inferior will suddenly think that they're not inferior they also think that but they just won't be able to exhibit it in a football field yeah so i think that there can be ways to reduce the effects but i just don't think you can change people's like there are people who are just literally passing this down from generation to generation. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Like you're not gonna tell them how to raise their kids. That's the real like reality with racism. You can think it's it's only a problem when you start saying it, acting and the way you think. Yeah. That's when it becomes a problem. And yeah, I think there can be things done to stop people from acting, but you can't decide how someone thinks or what they think. Yeah. That's yeah. No, it's actually crazy. You mentioned the thing about um what's it called? The whole football thing. Because I don't I don't know if you guys um heard about this. Um Craig Ramage, so he's like, you know, a commentator in football. Mm-hmm. And it's again lines up with this whole thing of um stereotyping. Because the other day, um this was about five days ago, um he was, you know, talking I think he works for BBC. Mm-hmm. Well, they fired him now, but he worked for BBC. And yeah, he was just talking about how, I think it was the Derby County game. Mm-hmm. And um, he was talking about, because they they played like really bad or whatever. And he was just talking about the team and their position and da 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 da. And somehow, I honestly do not know how this man managed to go from talking about a team of, you know, 11 players and a, like, it's not just black people on that team. And it was actually, I'm going to play you guys what he said here. Yeah. Certain players, the body language, uh, the stance, the way that you, the way they act, you just feel, whoa, hold on a minute, he needs pulling down a peg mm. or two. So I'd probably say that about all the young black lads, all the young advice if they wanted it, that, you know, it's about when you are. I'll probably say that about all the young black lads. Well, it's a football team that's not just You're, made so, of black people. So was he, was he, was he, um, trying to justify racial behaviors to no, black No, 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 he was talking about literally. They're, like how they played in that particular game mm-hmm. because they didn't play very well and he was talking about okay, like, you know, body they, language, like, they don't show like that they wanted desire and yeah. somehow he or the young black lads. related that to just the black people on the team oh, okay. like he specified that to just the black people on the team why? I do not understand oh. what? how many black people are in Derby play for Derby County? that's that's that's, 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 that's yeah there's not that many 
the championship, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit strange. And um, Max Lau, so he plays for them. Um, and um, basically, yeah, he called him out. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he picked up steam. It was like, it was ridiculous because one thing that everyone noticed was that it was a panel of people. And mm-hmm. when he said that, none of the other guys called him out. Him yeah, like him what the hell, yeah. To ask him why, like why, why is that towards the black guys on the team? Like how did we get through the black guys on the team when you're talking about the whole team? The whole team, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just things like that, man. You, that, that shows you just how much, like, you know, stereotyping has, like, you know, seeped how deep it is. Because this is a professional. This is someone who, like, that's his job. Yeah. And somehow he's letting racial bias and shit yeah. like that Young come black lads. <laughs> so in, I disagree with Promise in terms of, you know, racism. We, you know, we can stop race. Mm-hmm. Um, racism is a learned trait, what, what I believe. Mm-hmm. Like, as a kid, you know, how, you don't know you're white you're black you're, you're Asian you're just a kid yeah, you learn you know your racism traits from, off your parents yeah however I believe you know you can stamp it out um, you know it's like the schools are now multiculturalism you know you have black kids in school now Asian white you know yeah. they're in school together they get you know they will get interact with each other day to day you know that's where the, the um your par- hopefully you know their parents you know like bias and all that get stamped out because, you know, you make friends with all your classmates and, you know, that's where I'm hoping in the future, you know, like when, you know, all the schools, you know, come together, get, come on a tight-knit community, mm-hmm. that those racism gets stamped out through that, through interaction with, you know, different people from different backgrounds, different colours. At the end of the day, you know, it's, it's racism is a learned trait. It's from your parents. Yeah. If, you know, as society, as you know, Australia becomes more multiculturalism, you know, um, hopefully, you know, that trait gets stamped out because you know that those views are no longer valid anymore from the back of days mm-hmm. so that's where I, you know i believe you know racism could be stamped out one day i agree with jamie in terms of the fact that it is possible it can be but in terms of will it ever get like you know stamped out like eradicated i don't honestly i don't think it will be because again like you said it is a learned trait it's something that um you know, it's passed down. Kids play with each other. They don't know whether they're black or white until their parents tell them, oh, you can't play with that person mm-hmm. based on this until their parents tell them stuff about race. Yep. They don't really know that. But that being said, it's one of those things where, like, it's good to be optimistic in that. But I feel like so long as we still have, you know, access to our history and everything that has always happened and stuff like that, racist, there will always be, like, an element of racism Hopefully, like, hopefully I'm wrong, and hopefully, like you know, further down the line, it does get eradicated. Yeah. Like a world without racism would be fucking amazing. But do I think it will get to a point where it's fully eradicated? eradicated? Yeah, that's yeah, I don't I, personally. I don't know. I don't think so. Like, look. Yeah, because I th- I think you know you, you you have to think about it this way. The, the 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 driving force behind racism is the idea that people genuinely think that because they have a certain skin color they are superior to other people. Yep. And that is an ideology that it will pass down to their younger ones. Yep. As a society, and, and and there are people who have very racist parents who are able to come out of that cycle and go, hang on, this is the wrong way of thinking. This is not okay. I'm like there are people who have taken the responsibility to to learn to to educate themselves and realize that this is not okay but that's you you literally have to bank on everyone doing that for this thing to be eradicated because like i said like there's only so much government policies can do 
a policy would not change someone's way of thinking. It would change the way that people act. Yeah, it would it would change them, like, you know, actually yeah. coming out of society and showing it. It's like the yeah. whole thing of, you know, America, prior to, like, that whole Trump peri- um, election period, a lot of the, like, America has always been, like, very racist. But you could tell that a lot of people were very covert with their racism. Mm. But as soon as Trump started saying all these things, all the racists came out full force. They were they were now finally able to say the things that they'd been keeping quiet. Yeah. So there's always, like you said, you, you can't really change people's way of thinking. You can stop them from expressing it with laws and stuff like that, and like you know, adding punishments to all that, all those. But it's still, it's still there. Yeah. And that's a mentality that again they pass down. So, do we think like everybody is going to you know get to that stage where? Then like that mentality is not getting passed down to. Yeah. See, I'm still under the impression, you know, like their views are from, you know, the parents warning them and stuff as young kids and they grew up with that sort of mentality. Yeah. But once they get into broader society, you know, interact with different races, like for example, I'm not your typical Asian, right? I like, I like cricket, you know, like soccer. Mm-hmm. Like how many Asians do you know like like watching cricket, test matches? <laughs> I know, I like, know. Not that many. So, you know, like, I'm breaking down some stereotypes but my parents make me like I'm watching cricket. Like oh shit, you like cricket? It's like you know, it's like you're breaking that that ment- that stereotype, that mental, you know, that mentality. And then you know, like we like the guys at work now, I hang out with them day to day because you know, we get along. We like soccer, we like cricket. Yeah, I can see all the FIFA down here. You really must enjoy all. So yeah, like, that type of stuff. So like in, in America too, like on Reddit, you know, you read people who you know, like grew up in a like, conservative house household, yeah. but once they get out, you know, they interact with you know, diff- people of different culture, yeah, yeah, and backgrounds, you know, like. You read people like, oh shit, you know, like I grew up with like a, a racist granddad, you know, like during your know, old slavery and all that. It's like once he interacts, it's like now he's my best friend, but he still has that mentality, you know, a bit mm-hmm. of the racist mentality because, you know, he was raised up like that. But, you know, he goes, um, like I remember reading it a couple of years back, you know, saying that um, even though it's there, he, he noticed it now. <coughs> so he doesn't want to pass that, you know, all that bias down to his kids. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, in the future, his kids don't express. You know, his yeah. same views, yeah. And we also got to understand that not everybody is in like an integrated society. Not everyone yeah. is, you know. Like there are still people who live in like very segregated. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was gonna say. Like that's what I was gonna say. Like how, you know, that's what you said was great. Like you know, people g- grow up, get out, go out in the world, and realize actually, holy shit, there is so much I didn't know. Yeah. But not everybody will get that opportunity. Yeah. That's and that's that's the that's the mitigating factor like a lot of people and there are some people who will still get that opportunity and would not take it upon themselves to educate themselves yeah. like you, you're saying that based on the assumptions that as, as, as soon as people go out there they go oh my god I was wrong yeah. but that's one of the most difficult things to do to add to to sit down look at yourself and say I've been doing this wrong for such a long time that's one and then okay I need to change this those are two things that takes great personality and, and and self-assessment to do and not a lot of people are willing to do that yep. and i think that's the stumbling block because if it's just a matter of get everyone out there and let's all mix and we'll be good i, I think by now we'll almost be done with yep. the whole racism society because a lot of people are mixing and it's still happening in fact the only way we know that people are racist is when they mix and re- and start saying things that they shouldn't be saying or doing things they should have been doing they shouldn't be doing yeah and I, th- I think yeah so it's and, and i like y- your thought process and obviously it's that of 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 hope that people go out there and see the the, the positives in in multiculturalism and and um 
and you know diversity and 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 obviously re reevaluate their thought process and their and their way of doing things but the reality is that a lot of people are going to be stuck in their ways yeah and that's that's one of the things that 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 makes it difficult for me to see a situation where a racism as a societal issue as a as a social justice and as a as a social political issue will completely be eradicated and i think eventually we're going to get government policies that will make it very difficult to exhibit discriminatory behaviors which will obviously reduce the impact of negative racist behaviors in society yeah. but i just don't see how I, I like I don't see in the next I, for the next ten twenty years I just don't see a situation where everyone will be able to self reflect and get rid of these stereotypes and yep. eventually start assimilating as one. I I I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Yep. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. But um, yeah, it's been a very good chat. But to round up, just um, a light you know light hearted question: What are some things that you know? people don't think is racist that normally irritates you hmm. can't we think of one yeah one of those things people don't think is that irritates me so when you say irritates me do you do you, are you trying to say that i think could be racist and because of that it's annoying me yeah, but so if i explain them, myself they'll just think i'm crazy i'm overreacting not necessarily like if you do explain your dick they, they could it. understand mm. it but it's just like when they do it they don't to them like they're not thinking about the racial implications they don't think they don't see like you know what's racist about it it's just normal like the example i gave before like you know this whole coronavirus thing and how like you know people are making certain jokes and like businesses oh, are trying okay. to cash in on that okay. like to okay. them when they did that they were pretty thinking oh it's funny you know this is the rave at the moment but they haven't mm. seen like the culturally insensitive side to that oh okay um <laughs> this is one i'm sure that you've probably also experienced when people ask me how i feel about the n-word or how i feel about white people using the n-word or if they as a white person who is my friend can use the n-word to me i'm like bruh <laughs> i would literally rather you use it and see my reaction than to be stupid and ignorant ignorant enough to ask me if it's okay because it's not okay it's one if of those because yeah if you if you have to ask it's because there's <laughs> Yeah, like it's one of those things. Like, how how do I even look you straight in the eye and go, no, it's obviously not okay. Like, don't ask for permission to belittle me. Like, don't ask me how I feel about you using something that you know is only going to cause harm. Like, you know, I get it. You listen to hip hop, you listen to rap. Good for you. You probably yell out nigger when you are rapping in your closet, but don't ask me if it's okay for you to for you to um use it when whether when you're talking or you're, when you're you know talking to me or about me and it's just like i i, I really like it's very irritating because i can't go out and say oh this person is racist because he wants to he's asking permission to use the n-word but it's it's annoying like don't ask don't you like there are literally so many words and and, and then they, like you know when they turn around and go oh you know, like I think for us to kill racism, we, we white people really need to be able to use that word, and and I'm like, no, that's literally the one word, that's the uh, one thing. And I, I think Chris Rock, I don't know if it's, it's Chris Rock or, or Kevin Hart, I can't remember now. They made a joke about it where they're going, oh, like you know, 
you know, I don't know, like, you know, when we are, like, there are some white people who go, I don't know what you're complaining about. Like, you even have words now, like, you know, that we can't use and you can use, but somehow you should think society is racist and blah, blah, blah. And I think to Chris Rock and he said, okay, so, you know, you, you can easily, you know, apply for jobs and, you know, chances are you get that job. You can go to school without any, without any stress, without any drama. You can live life without any many negative stereotypes if you're willing to swap all those things and you can say the n-word that you're probably already saying in your closet sure go ahead give me all those privileges you have and you can say the n-word you know it's again it's just one of those things like you just because people of color doing it you want to do it no that like that's literally the one thing we have that's so many words in a dictionary. Pick like any other one. That's <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, that really, really, really irritates me. Like, just don't ask because I don't. I can't think of any black person who'd be stupid enough to go. Yes, it's okay. Use the n word. Oh, me. funny enough, there are black people who who say it's okay. Oh, I've had this conversation and it's very, yeah, it's very frustrating, man. So I've asked ask, ask all about that question, but not to call him that, but, you know, is it all right for me to sing along to lyrics, you know, if they say it? Can I say it as well? It's like, it's a bit of a curious because, you know, it's like, I understand, you know, the implication of the word, you know, what mm. damage is done in America's history and, you know, in history of all black people. Mm. Just wondering, is it all right, you know, like, if I sing along to a song that, you know, mentions it? That's, you know, that's that curiosity there's like, is it okay or is it? Uh, like, I think thing? it's one of those things like, like, you know, you like, you know, you're in a car, like, you know, you're singing along, yeah. you're singing along and you're going like, like I've specifically, <laughs> I've, people do it differently. Yeah. Like I've seen, seen people who just sing along and they say the word and they just don't stop and think and go, oh, is that bad? And in my opinion, again, I don't speak for, yeah, I speak for myself. Yeah. Um, In that context, if, you're singing along to a song and you're just singing and you're jamming, you're vibing. I mean, you're listening to the song, you're literally repeating the lyrics. Yeah. That's like different people react different way differently. Exactly. But for me, I just I would I wouldn't pay too much attention to that. I yeah. would not get overly offended by that. Yeah. However, in the other context, um, there was this day I was listening this is an old song, and this song came out when there's a, there was a lot of homophobia. You know, when there was, you know, like there's not as much attention paid to it now that it was then. This was like, you know, Lil Wayne's verse in the song with Chris Brown, I Can Transform You, yeah. when he said, oh, my dad is gay, you f*** gay. And, uh, you know, so when he said all those things. And I was thinking, if I was a friend with my, with so a friend of, if I was in a, in a space where I was, you know, with a, someone who was homosexual or lesbian, I probably wouldn't jump out saying, you f*** yeah, and um, like, I just wouldn't like I wouldn't say that. Yeah, because I, I I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, like if I was driving with this person, will I loudly shout, you know, you f- gay, and I, you know, I'm I'm up too fresh and all this, you know, yeah, look like, at me now. yeah, yeah, exactly. That song, look at me. Like I just I don't know. Like I thought about like I never really thought about it from a different perspective. And I was I, was, I think it was two days ago. I was listening to that song. I was like, need a throwback, and I like the how openly he was just saying you. F- I'm going probably wouldn't say that yeah. if I'm in a car with a homosexual or a lesbian I, I probably would not just I would not feel comfortable just yell, mm. repeating that yep. because I just don't know how they'll feel about it because that was a time where yeah homosexuals were basically f- and they were gay and yep. everything like they were basically used to represent anything that was not so cool about society where mm. you do something stupid and someone's oh that's so gay yeah 
you know so it's yeah, like that's that's another perspective. Like, why for me personally, if you're repeating lyrics, I'll like it's something that I just you know I I wouldn't take like I won't pay too much attention to. But if I put myself in the shoes, in, the, in like in in, the, in those shoes, and I'm you know I would not happily repeat a lyric where someone was referred to as a yeah yeah. So that's yeah, and I'm um, just to answer your question as like going back to your question as well. In terms of you know when people ask that question, you know, can I you know sing sing along if it's in a song it also depends on why they're asking as well because there are two different like people usually ask that question two different ways yeah there are people who are asking the question because they genuinely want to know in terms of music can people say it yeah or should you not say it and then there are people who are asking that question as you know permission <laughs> they want you to tell them that they can say it and it gets really annoying to the point where okay you've asked me if it's okay for you to you know yeah sing along if it's in a song I've turned around and I've said, no, mm. skip that word. <laughs> and now you're getting mad. Yeah, Why did yeah. you ask me? Yeah, like it's one of those just don't ask, like sing along to the song. Because, because I don't know if there's this argument, like if if it was, you know, if, if we don't want white people to repeat that word, why are these rappers so easily saying it? Doesn't mean if it, come, if it comes up in the club, the white people should not sing along or dance to it or whatever it is. I think it's one of those just sing along, sh- shut up about it. Don't then try to justify whatever is going on in your head by asking someone of color if it's okay to sing along to a song. And also it's one of those things where if you are singing along to it, yeah, and someone someone of color, a black person taps you and goes, mm, that's like, not okay. Yeah. Don't argue with them. Yeah. It's not okay, period. Yeah, it's not okay to them. Just stop, yeah. just stop doing it from that point where they've told you. If you want to go out and go back somewhere else and go do it, that's cool. on you. If yeah. someone else pulls you up on it, that's on you but yeah yeah okay it's very it's very interesting like i think this is one that is just subject to personal opinion Mm. there's no blanket rule for if it's in the song because generally like i I, i've thought about it was like if i'm a white person i'm in the club and you know literally there are some songs these days that are using the n-word to rhyme with the n-word and take the n-word out of the songs it doesn't really make any more sense because it's just you know Mm. like they're in a club singing along. You you can't really, you know, you can't really pull them off for it. Yeah, like I, look, I'm black here, yeah, and a lot a lot of time, depending on where I am, there are certain times a song will come on, and I don't even say the I don't even say the n word. I can say it, but there are certain times, depending on setting that I'm in, like that word will come on. For example, if I'm like in a setting of only white people and I'm listening to a song, usually I, I wouldn't even say it. Yeah, that word will come on. I would just skip that word and continue singing what I'm singing. Because I'm just like, again, it's one of those things where the way I think about it, I'm like, I'm black, I can tell you, yeah. But everyone I'm around will probably feel uncomfortable yeah. with me just shouting. Yeah. So I just, I skip the N-word. If I can skip it, why can't you? Yeah. <sighs> but no, look, um, are there any other situations, you know, where people do certain things that they think is not racist, but it still irritates you? I think for me, one of the, one thing that people don't usually like think about is you know when you're just you're out in public you're on your own and some random person comes up to you to ask you again that whole question of where are you from like to them it's (laughs) but like usually because and the thing that annoys me is because the reason that they ask you that is because they want to tell you about the time they went to somewhere in africa yeah (laughs) like i remember yes one time i was um having lunch with a friend in the city in sydney we're just eating in a restaurant, but like it's like an outdoor area. Yep. And in Barangaroo, like next to the water, you know how there's like a walkway, like yeah. people just walking past. And I have my back to the um to the walkway. Yep. 
And someone taps me. I turn around. Some random white guy. And he looks at us. And he's like, ah, oh, where are you from? And my face, man. <laughs> I've just gone. And she noticed it and started laughing. But like, she, my, so my friend was like, you know, she answered. She's like, you know, I'm from South Africa. Mm. I didn't even, I don't think I answered the question. Mm. And he started going on about, you know, when he took a trip to like, you know, how his wife, I can't even remember where his wife is from and how like, you know, he's been to South Africa. And then when he was about to leave, like he asked her what languages she spoke. It was, um, Tato. Yeah. He asked her what languages she spoke and she, she was, she answered, she, she answered, she told him the whole time I was just like, I wasn't, I was not, I was not. Mm. I was not having it. That was not part of that conversation because uh, I have been asked that question too many times and it's yeah. just annoying now. But like she answered yeah, mm. and he decided it was a good idea to speak her language to her except... Just her, it's a terrible attempt. No, no, he was speaking something else because mm. she looked at him and she, like, we both, like, Tato speaks a language very fluently. Yeah. She looked at this man she did not understand the word he said and, like, he walked away and she was just like, what the fuck? Well, it's just one of those things where, like, you know, mm. You don't like you don't walk past and see a white person chilling and then you go tap them and go where are you from? Yeah. They could be from fucking Sweden for all you know. Yeah. But you don't go tap them and go where are you from? I'm mm. eating. I'm in a public, I'm in a restaurant. Yeah. Why are you tapping me? Like, asking what me gives you the right to to then become yeah? Why are you disturbing my meal? And just it's because a very you want to tell me that your wife is from somewhere. Yeah, it's a very conflicting question to answer because sometimes they ask that question and I'm like, do I say I'm from Canberra? I usually just answer. With do Sydney. I say? I'm from Nigeria. Like, it's just... And sometimes I just say, I'm from Canberra. And then they go, they oh. Pushing. Yeah, like, they want to get that. Where are you from? We, and then you tell them, oh, I'm from Nigeria. How did you come here? That's the follow-up question. How Is your you, family all here? Yeah. Like, and I, like at this point, I'm just going to start telling people I'm a refugee. I come in the boat. I was, even, I was about to say, like, there are even some people who go as far as assuming that, yeah. like, that you came here like, as, as a refugee. Yeah. Or, like, you know, there was war. And I'm just like, bruv, I flew here. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah it's pretty bad pretty annoying you can't say they're racist but it's just annoying <laughs> it's, that's not, it's like it's ridiculous it's it's annoying but yeah nah that's 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 it it's like, yeah, i've noticed that too you know it's like white people don't see me as you know as round they think i'm asian first hmm. and then you know when you go back to when i went back to vietnam as a kid you know the vietnamese people there know i'm not from vietnam exactly yeah to them so it's like, it's like you're not you know, I don't know. If, you're not Australian enough for Australia, but you know, Vietnam is enough for Vietnam. Yeah, just in limbo, you, just, like, Some, you yeah. start having identity crisis and all that stuff because no that's, one's willing to accept you. <laughs> that's why I'm stuck between you. Know, like the like like there's, there's plenty of us, you know, like who came here, you know, to escape in you know, a war, referee, war country, you know, war country, countries yeah. and all that. You know, it's like I'm stuck in the between. You know, it's like I'm not seen as Australian because I'm Asian, my you know my heritage is background. Uh, sorry, my heritage is Asian Vietnamese. Where I, and then people in Vietnam don't think I'm Vietnamese because I'm not from Vietnam. Yep. I don't know the culture. You know, I was born in, from in Australia, raised within you know Australian Vietnamese environment. You know, it's like that's you know that's where I'm stuck between. Yeah. And there's plenty of us. You know, if you go on Facebook, you know, like the um, subtle Asian traits. You know, you have all these other Chinese people, Vietnamese people. You know, you know who left their country. You know, to go to America, Australia. And all that, and they experience that same thing as well. Yep. So you know, it's something there. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. But yeah, anyways, it's been yeah, it's been a very great chat. Um, probably gonna round up now. Thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for your input. It's been very great. Um, you know, just talking about this and understanding it from different perspectives. You know, the black perspective, perspective, the Asian perspective. Because again, when you think about it, like 
as a minority, a lot of us have similar experiences, especially, you know, living in the Western world and like, you know, those of us who have left our respective countries and, you know, come over here, it's always this, like there's always that level of, you know, stereotyping. There's always that level of racial discrimination. There's always that level, like, you know, Jamie did say to the point where like now he doesn't even pay attention to it because it's just, mm. it's just something that's there all the time. It's just something yeah. that you can't, like you can't, you can't give it too much because yeah. it's just going to ruin your day. Yeah. Imagine leaving your house and someone say some dumbass and sensitive thing and now that's all you're thinking about for the rest of the day. Yeah, definitely. No, you, you learn to tune it out because you know there's no point arguing with someone or you know having a chat with someone that you know with that mindset. Nothing to gain yeah, from it. Definitely. And people, please stop asking permissions. Stop asking permissions. It's no. The answer is no. And stop asking me where I'm from, especially when you see me with someone or doing something or you know. Don't tap me, like man. Uh, if I was having a conversation with you, that's different. If yeah. I know you, that's different. Mm. Yeah, like even then, it's still annoying if you're asking me because you want, you know, you already know the specific answer <laughs> that you want. <laughs> One time, this guy was me. <laughs> there was this guy who thought it was funny. Yeah, um, like oh, I, you know, he he obviously didn't want to come across as you know the the dickhead who was just who see around a black person and go, "Oh, where are you from?" So he we like I don't know even know how we got into a conversation. Do you know what this guy said? <laughs> he looks me up and down he goes ah oh, i pick up an accent where are you from <laughs> i'm like bro before the accent you can clearly see that i'm <laughs> he's like pick up an accent in my head i'm going surely the accent's the only reason you're asking <laughs> yeah like you can get away with the whole i picked up an accent when the person is white you, you can't you know, before before I open my mouth, you can tell I was I'm not from Australia. You know, <laughs> like it's <sighs> anyway. Yeah, that that I just remember that it's just funny. He, no, it's crazy. Oh, well. Or when they come to you and try to guess where you're from. Oh yeah, let me guess. Let me guess. Burundi. <laughs> I've never Burundi. been there in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh well. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. Thanks a lot, guys, for coming on. Um. Before we go, as usual, I mean, at this point, it's probably there's no point in asking me. Yeah, look, yeah. everybody already knows from dog. <laughs> from doggy. Jamie, dog. do you have um, Instagram? Anything you want to plug? Nah, I'm all good. All right, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, no. Thanks for coming on, Jamie. Um, as usual, man. Follow us on Instagram, biasreality underscore Twitter. Same thing, and also you know the website www.biasreality.com. If you have any questions, any suggestions, any complaints, if you don't agree with anything that we have said, feel free to hit us up. Feel free to let us know. You can either, you know, do it with your chest and just DM us. Yeah. Or you can do it anonymously through yeah. the website or Curious Cat, whichever one you prefer. But yeah, no, we would like to hear what you guys think about, you know, this particular topic. Hit us up. Let us know. As always, it's been Biased Reality. Have a great week. Catch you later. Thank you. Come again.